Hello, everyone. Here is my disclaimer. Any information discussed in this interview may not represent the views of the station or host. Please discuss any information that you hear with your primary care physician. This is Betsy Wurzel, your host of Chatting with Betsy on Passionate World Talk Radio, where our mantra is to educate, enlighten, and entertain. Folks, you're going to want to listen to my show. As I always say, you should listen to my show because I have phenomenal guests. And today I have another phenomenal guest. Her name is Coach Judy Romanoff. She has a nonprofit, National Single Parent Resource Center. She also, under that umbrella, has Coaching for Success. She is a cognitive trainer for the mind and recognized expert on divorce and single parenting. Coach Judy is a brand. And her topic today is going to be how to achieve success in life regardless of life challenges. Well, don't we need that? (laughs) Everyone's facing a challenge, that's for sure. I want to welcome you. Coach Judy Romanoff to Chatting with Betsy. Well, thank you, Betsy, for inviting me to be on your show today. I was looking forward to the opportunity because I know you're great, and I know you've got a great station since I've been with the station in years past. So it's a pleasure to be on your show. Well, you are welcome, and it's my pleasure. Small world, right? Uh, you never know who knows who. Uh, that's what I'm true. Finding. Well, that's true, and the thing of it is is that people from your past that you may not have contact with for a long time can end up becoming a part or pop up into your life later on. So you just never know how the, way, you know, the wind's going to blow. That's true. People sometimes say, don't burn your bridges. Then some people have the philosophy, burn your bridges. I say, don't burn a bridge. You never know when you might need that person. Let's connect bridges. Let's make bridges of opportunity. That's my philosophy. I like what you said. I like your philosophy because I feel the same way, and I feel people who say, I don't care, burn your bridges, I think they've got issues of anger and unsettledness in their own life or in their mind to say, you don't care, because basically that's what they're saying. So those are, that's an example of what to look for in choosing who you want to have in your life. Yes, yes. You never know of, you know, you really don't know, you know, who knows who, who's connected to who, uh, who is listening. You know, you just, you just don't know. I interviewed someone uh, a couple of months ago, a month or two ago, and they knew Lillian Caldwell, who's CEO of Pastor World Talk Radio, just like you know Lillian. So, you, you know, you just, you really don't know. My mother used to have this saying, <laughs> My mom used to say, don't talk bad about anyone because you don't know who knows who. That is really so true, and it's really about your inner self and how well you know yourself and how well you value yourself because that all becomes your energy that you put out there. And what type of energy and uh, perspective do you want people to have of you? because it interferes in all parts of your life, and you don't, may not even realize it. That's true. And I'm learning more. I mean, this year, Judy, Coach Judy, has been a year of such inner healing for me. 
And you know what? And your topic is really um, a part of anyone's inner uh, healing because we have the power and we have a choice when we have a challenge. If we're going to uh, triumph with it or if we're going to let it make us bitter. That's a mindset. This is what I tell caregivers. That's a mindset. If you're going to make it through caregiving, you're going to enjoy life after caregiving. And I really would like to hear your advice on your, on your topic. Okay. Well, my advice is, and it's something that I've learned because I've walked my talk in just about every area that I do speak about, so I'm also able to understand what the emotions and the psyche have on you so that you can navigate and overcome what is blocking uh, your inner self. I mean, that's why I call myself now a cognitive trainer for the mind, because it's what our thoughts and actions are that we may have forgotten or suppressed that could actually be holding us us back and not recognizing it because nobody's brought it to the forefront for us. So once you are aware of what could be happening and hold that's holding you back and how do you conquer and take the steps to achieve the overcoming of it, it's ending, end up going to make you feel so much better and more energy that you're going to end up being more successful in your personal or your professional life or whatever life that you're living, you're going to do better and you're going to, because you're going to be feeling better. Absolutely. I feel, Coach Judy, that when people work on themselves, they become better people, which helps make the world become a better place and then people we you know we feed off of each other's energy and if you're putting out positive energy you're going to attract positive people but if you're putting out the negatives you're going to get negative people that's why people end up in the same type of relationships all the time because they're not doing that inner work to find out why why are you attracting an abuser and um someone who's our uh, narcissist. Um, but your but I, have to add, I have to add that, is that the thing is sure. that people are not thinking about inner work. It's more about existential, you know, ex- like what is out there? What do you see in front of you? What are you feeling in the moment? And now, of course, today with so much that has happened and people being, you know, having to become recluse at times, it then forces one to cope, to start thinking about themselves or their inner selves. Otherwise, they really don't give a lot of thought. And also there are a lot of people who are anti-therapy, so they don't even look to see that there is any work that they need to do. They think they're okay and that this is how I am and take it or leave it attitude rather than understanding that if you have different issues going on or you've been through some tough times and you're feeling angry or sad, that that really becomes part of your makeup. And it's like what type of people do you want to have in your life and what type of life do you really want to have? Because I call, and it's on my website at CoachJudy.info, it's really about your inner self. Do you value yourself? Do you love yourself? 
Can you accept and admit that you make mistakes and apologize? Or if you forget to do something or you discovered something and then you find several years later that you're not sure if you did or didn't do something, there's not an issue in calling that person and saying, I'm not sure if I said I'm sorry or I said thank you, but I want to let you know what you did to me meant something. So that it's really never too late to go back. But the key is, is the other person willing to accept and grow as well? Because if one party isn't willing to, or they say it, but they don't demonstrate it, then you know that you have a choice for you, not for anybody else, but for you, whether you want to, say, have that person in your life or do that job or be that type of person as an aunt or an uncle, whatever it may be, it's like, how do you want to be to that person? Or as an employee, how do you want to be as an employee? Because that all affects your productivity and whether or not your boss is going to be happy with you or you're going to be looking for another job again. So it really comes down to who are you inside, and key, in my opinion, I may be repeating myself, but I think it's important to recognize, it's important that we value ourselves as a person, that we love ourselves as a person, and that we can be accepting of ourselves, even though we, like everyone else, can make mistakes. And it's like taking ownership and knowing everything is in your control. I'm going to give you an example. I'm a talk show host, and I had a show for five years, and I interviewed a lot of different people. And I'll never forget it. It's like I had a guest who was tied to Survivor on my show. She was a therapist. And on live radio, she says to me, she says, how would you like to be on Survivor? And I'm thinking to myself, how do I answer it? And do I want to do it? Would I be interested? Am I even a candidate because of certain physical challenges I have? Would it even make any sense? So instead of bringing out any of the negative or anything else, I said to her, I said, well, I'm not sure if it's really quite for me. So I'm not knocking what she's saying. I'm telling her, and I also said, thank you for, you know, considering me for the show. So you want to so what I was doing, and everybody forgets to do, is about validating what the other person is saying in a kind way, even if it's not what we're thinking or can do or like, but again, it's validating the person you are interacting with. But I'll never forget it because people who know me would say, Judy, Coach Judy on Survivor? Oh, that would be something. <laughs> oh, that was a good way to, to handle it. That's you know, to validate someone else's feelings. And I think it's also when you're talking about uh, how you choose your words. Words are very powerful. And, they and are how we the talk most powerful. To, yes. And how we talk to ourselves and how we talk to other people. How many times do people, and I will include myself in this, uh, we beat ourselves up. If we make a mistake, you know, we tend to uh, beat ourselves up for it. And 
now I've learned, you know, okay, I made a mistake. How can I learn from this and go on? Or if it wasn't my fault, out of my control, then, um, then it's out of my control. So, you know, it, but I've learned that lately. Like um, in my 60s, I'm learning. I wish I knew this information well over 40 years ago. Oh, I hear you. I hear you because I know, and I'm going to give him credit, although I'm not the most fond, fondest person of this person, but somebody in my personal family had said to me, Judy, a problem is an opportunity to learn from. And what I have done as an example, I don't like hearing the word problem because it has such a heavy negative connotation of work and all of things. So I've even, as a matter of fact, switched from a problem is that any issues that are you are facing, it's really an opportunity to learn and grow from it if you are willing and want to grow. Some people who are angry don't want to grow and they don't care. So that you have a choice. Is that who you want in your life or not? Can they be of a benefit to you that makes you feel good or are they going to be a drag on you and kind of hold you back and kind of undermine what you are thinking so they can bring you into their comfort zone? Yeah, so communication is critical. Yeah, oh, definitely. Um very uh, critical, and I feel now, like in today's world, people are not communicating like they used to. You know, it's email, it's a text. Um, I don't even know now if people call each other like they used to, like back in the old days, where you'd pick up a phone and and talk. Uh, you see people at dinner tables, if you go out to eat, they're on their phones instead of having a conversation with each other. Uh, communicating is very important and how we communicate. It is, and I want to bring up something. Go ahead. What I want people to understand who are listening is that 90% of communication isn't the spoke, isn't verbal. Communication comes in many different forms, and people only think of communication as speaking. But communication comes in the way you dress. It's the way you put, you know, you walk. The way you move around uh, is all types of ways of communicating. And people don't realize, it's like the kind of clothes you wear, the colors maybe you wear. All of these things are messages of communication that people are picking up, either consciously or unconsciously. So I think people need to realize and want to learn and grow and understand how these different communication styles is impacting the quality of your life. And one of the things I want to bring out, a lot of people who are really successful, you look at them and you think they have no problems. Or they think, well, I've got all this money and I've got this and I've got the yacht and I've got, you know, I've done this for the community. But then they don't stop to think, well, who am I as a person, the inner me. And what you'll generally find is that everybody, which is why I had you open up the show the way it is, is we all have challenges. We all have issues. The key is how do we handle these issues and how can they become an asset for us to grow and learn 
and achieve new goals or enhance the goals that we really have, whether you're very wealthy or you, you have very little. Because we're all the same on the inside of wanting to find happiness and joy and peace in life. So I'd like people to understand, regardless of whether you're a multi-billionaire, a millionaire, or you're making $40,000, a year, we're really on the inside all the same when we're born. So it's our environment that influences us how we think and perceive things. And I find, and I know you do and many other people do who are our generation, who are like in their late 50s, 60s, 70s, is that today's generation is so different that we are having to adapt to a different generation that's operating today. But it's their way of communicating. And when you brought about text messaging and that type of communicating, it basically I have found in, with my kids and even the professional world, if they're really busy but they want to acknowledge you but can't have a real conversation, that texting really is an asset. Or if you're far away and you need to reach the person, at least you might be able to text if the phone doesn't have a signal for actually talking. So actually, te- texting I see really is an asset. Now, other people may say it's not an asset. So it's your perception of how you live your life as to whether or not something is an asset or a distraction or a negative. And I think people need to take that into account that we all come from different experiences and nobody even in the same house has the same experience or expectations or feelings that are going to be mutual completely across the board. So we really need to really stop and think about who am I as a person? You are Betsy. I am Judy. I'm now Coach Judy. I'm also now Cognitive Trainer for the Mind. What do these things say and reflect about me and what you as a talk show host of three years now, what does that reflect upon you? And all of these things that I'm saying that people don't realize, these are all forms of communication. Yes. Yes, they are. And with social cues, the one thing, I mean, I text myself, Coach Judy. I mean, my son and I, we we text. I've texted other people. The thing I I think about social media, uh, the problem with texting or email or even people who go on other various forms of social media, sometimes they take the written word the wrong way because they're not hearing it verbally or seeing the person's face. And I think reading facial cues is really important. That's another form of communication. Exactly. And and that's why I prefer to talk on the phone or depending upon if I've got myself all put together professionally or not, I like to actually see the person as well in talking because of what you just said. There, I mean, it, because it tells so much. You can, you know, you can fake, you know, your sound. You can fake what you're saying. But the key thing is, why fake it? Why not make it and be who you truly are and true to yourself? Because in turn, you're going to be true to others, and you're going to achieve greater success in everything that you do. 
I mean, as a matter of fact, I want to bring out from a financial standpoint, what is it that you're going after? If you are dressing really, you know, say very, very casual when you're going to something that is a professional uh, event, well, what does that say about you of how you value the people there and the place you're going and the event itself? Uh, these are another ways of communicating that people don't really realize. So I believe myself as a growth experience over the last 32 years when my life changed drastically that I've got to be open-minded and learn how to accept various things that I may not want. But the key thing is, what can you find that is positive in the situation? And if you can't find anything of the external, well, what can you say to yourself that can make it feel a positive? And I want to bring this out because people don't realize that you have to do much to find a positive. It can be how you're feeling in the moment. It could be a word. It could be an action, maybe going on and listening to those who are into relaxation tapes. It's going and listening to that and getting yourself relaxed. It, is, it could even be a sound. It can be, you know, having animals close to you. That can, you could, that can remind you how lucky you are. And in general, it's like you're alive, you're functioning. So it's like feel lucky that you're at least functioning because too many people aren't or making the choice not to be. So value that you're functioning. And that comes back to how to value your inner self and validate your inner self so that you can enjoy life no matter what challenges you are going through. I know one time, without going into detail, I was in a situation, I was scared. And I was like, how am I going to get through this? How am I going to survive it? And I was really scared. And I looked to my uh, three dogs that I had at the time, and it was, you know, I have to make it. I've got three animals depending on me. So I have to find a way, and I allowed them to become, as an example, a strength or a platform to be able to feel good and to push harder, whereas people who are feeling desperate, they don't know how to find, an, as I call it, an anchor or a foundation to really have um, a way to cope and manage whatever the life challenges are hit you know, you're facing, whether it's abuse, whether it's finding yourself you're going to be all alone, or you're going to be homeless, whatever it is, there is a way to find something positive. And if you think you're a real positive person, that is great. But how can you take that positivity and do something more with it, either for yourself? or for others, or give back to nonprofit organizations that, you, that fit into what you enjoy doing. So it's about making choices, and it's about focusing on your inner self, because if you're working on your inner self, the positives will come out to others. And that's what you want with other people. You want them to feel, as we say, positive energy coming from you because if you've got positive energy, other people will end up having positive energy or you let go of them and you go to other people who are positive and have the energy that makes you feel alive. So, again, as you said before, everything is about choices. 
and we have a choice. And yes. I love helping people recognize, well, you do have a choice, especially if they say, well, I really don't have any choices. Well, you do have a choice. And then as an expert in divorce and single parenting, parents, people would come in and I would do one-on-ones and they would be down and scared and frightened and sad and feeling, you know, almost out of control in a way. Well, by giving them the facts so they can act to achieve success by telling them what you need to look for in a lawyer, what you need to have in your divorce situation because of the dynamics of your situation, because no two divorces or life families are the same no matter who you are. They're all different. So by being able to put out that positive energy and change people's sadness into smiles and laughter, well, what better way to enjoy life if you have the opportunity? That's, that's right. I agree. I think, Coach Judy, that people, I think sometimes they think that they don't have the power. They don't have a power to choose, and they do. Uh, or they think, oh, I'm, I'm too old to change. You're not too old to change. I'm a perfect example of that. Um, I am changing. I mean, we're all works in progress. And exactly. it is, you know, daily um, to, to make that choice every day. I literally have to make a choice every day to see the beauty and the positive in each day. I, and how do you do life, that? You know, I, I, I give, I, give our listeners an example of what you say to yourself. <laughs> that gets you motivated to say maybe get out of bed or do what you have to do? I say to myself, Betsy, today is going to be a good day. You're going to have a good day. And I thank God that I'm alive and I am blessed and I am grateful. And I think about things that I'm grateful for. See, that's great. And that's what it is. People are not pointing out to people that you that you can change. I'm going to tell you, uh, with family dynamics, I had a family member who said, I'm too old to change. I'm not going to change. And he stood by that. And it was sad because the dynamics that took place in the family is partly the result of this person refusing to change and had his own perceptions and was not willing to see the other side. And because of that, issues came up that weren't properly solved or issues were not solved, and they became major lifetime problems. So, so anybody who's listening think I can't change, please know that if you begin to make a slight change that you're really going to feel better. And if you're saying you can't, then you've got a wall inside you that needs to be opened up by the right person that you feel you can trust to help you open it up and know that you don't have to be fearful because a lot of this comes from insecurities and the way that you've been treated. But if you have somebody who is understanding and who is caring, uh, you one can make that change. There's got to be a want. If you can, let me say this: if you are saying to yourself, "Yeah, I'm happy," uh, are you then saying, "Yeah, but I want more"? Well, why not go after and get the more? But do you know how to do it? Reach out. 
there are people that can help you. And I have to say, we are lucky today that if we want information, all we have to do is Google it, and chances are we're going to find some information. The other key, though, is are you getting the right information from the right groups or the right people so they don't take you down into a whole different way of life. I mean, we've got out there so many different cults out there that people get pulled into because of their insecurities on, on a conscious, unconscious, or subconscious level that they are, are they are pulled into situations or groups that get control. And it's like, is that what you is that what you really want? Do you want to be in control of your life and your values? Or you want others to be pulling your strings and putting in their opinions and beliefs into you, and is your and is that what you really want? Because I believe everybody should be an independent per, thought thinking person, and only the way you can do that is you feel good and strong in yourself. And I have to add this one thing: it's also the values that you have, as I say. If you love yourself, value yourself, and care about others, and that's the key, caring about others, then you have a greater chance of not being pulled in different directions that you don't really want to go. I was a very shy child growing up. I was very codependent. I didn't know any other world but my family's world and the world I grew up with and the world I had here in South Florida. And then I discovered that my world changed, and it opened my eyes that what the world I was living was not a a world that opened me up to understanding and knowing a lot of different things that were out there. And I have to say I'm thankful that I was one who was always willing to be a sponge and to learn and grow because... I want nothing but continued happiness in spite of challenges I have faced that people have no idea that I have faced in the last 15 years. People know, if they, from back in the 90s who heard of me, know that my story was mother fights brother to gain custody of her daughter. And the whole family became her adversaries and even uh, took her out of the family and doesn't exist on the family tree. So how does one deal with those type of things? Well, if you don't reach out to the right people and be willing to be open-minded, then you're going to be caught up in that sick, dysfunctional thought process and not being able to find what is true happiness, true peace within ourselves that we have control of. We don't really have control of others. We may manipulate, but we really don't have control. But why have control over others? Let's let's manipulate our own self into doing the right thing for ourselves and for others. Right. We can only control ourselves. Yes. Um, Coach Judy, can you tell us, um, since we're uh, near the end, uh, you're a cognitive trainer. Can you tell the audience what uh, is a cognitive trainer and, and what you do and um, okay. how did you get well, in touch me, with you for, for counseling? All right. Well, let me say cognitive is actually actions. It's the things that they're actions 
and they can be mental actions. And I realize everything stems from the mind of how we think and the things we've talked about already. And I said, you know, I want, I want to go from Coach Judy, divorce single parent coach, because I wanted to expand my horizons and the knowledge that I was giving single parents on a personal level, not from the family court standpoint. And I wanted to reach anyone and everyone who wants to grow and move forward and enjoy life, whether you're a multi-billionaire or you only have $50,000, $60,000. We all want to really enjoy, enjoy from the inside, because I had to learn from the, in, from the inside how to really value my thoughts, beliefs, and actions to be who I am, Judy Romanoff, Coach Judy, Cognitive Trainer for the Mind. And then uh, because I fought a custody battle, which I gave you the headlines for, and I was successful, and I had learned so much because I didn't sit back and let the attorney do all the work. I became my own investigator. I went in and I uh, informed the school that if you don't give me my child's records, uh, that you could lose your state funding because I got the information that all made me stronger. So like my motto is you need to get the facts. If you get the facts, you're going to be stronger, and you're, nobody can put you down except yourself. So that is kind of like where it started from, because I said I really lived in a bubble for 39 years, and it was a great bubble, but the bubble broke, and reality was fate was faced in front of me, and I had a choice. Do I keep my mind healthy, or do I let them get control and lose my daughter and lose everything that I value in life. So that's where it came from, and I decided I wanted to expand what my knowledge is that I have personally learned and lived by reaching out and learning and growing and helping anyone and everyone through Zooms to find that inner person, that inner gut feeling that kind of regulates you in some way or that inner voice, and turn what you are dealing with or what life is and find the positive and the resources and all of the, and the know-how to where to go to reach out and also provide you the tools to be able to discover who you really are on the inside that's coming on the outside that maybe nobody is telling you. Because let me just say this, when you're very wealthy, you're afraid to tell a wealthy person something about it because they think they've got it all. So you don't want to upset them. And having grown, and I will say, I grew up in a very wealthy family, so I understand what it is to be in a wealthy family, what they think, and so on. And uh, it has been an asset to be able to work with everybody, regardless where you come from, because I've lived it. I've lived the, I've also lived a poor life. So I know what it's really about. And I said, I have to reach out not just to single parents, but I need to reach out to anyone and everyone and provide them the knowledge, the tools, the information, so they they are able on their own to keep growing and always being here if they need me and so on. That sounds uh, great, Coach Judy Romanoff. Can you tell the audience where they could – uh, how they could contact you, your information. 
Sure. Well, first of all, they can go to uh, info. It's our website. We're still working on it, but you can go and see all the information. Click on the contact form, and that will come right to me. And in the contact form, tell me what you're looking to, to achieve. What is it that you that you are dealing with in the moment that you would like to reach out, or if you would just want to reach out and say hi, that's fine too. We are building a program for businesses and benefits for businesses as well as programs for new programs for single parents-to-be who are going to be going through the family court so they don't have to be angry and down and confused and overwhelmed so they can work in the best interest of the children. So we're integrating a unique program that we're working on. And also, you can contact me if you want to call, contact directly by email. You can go to Judy at CoachJudy.info, which is part which is part of our website uh, name, or you can go to CoachJudyLive at gmail.com. That was the name of our talk show that I was doing, and my phone number is five six one four four one eight five five seven. Again, the website is www.coach Judy, and that's Judy with a Y, dot info, because we're about information and resources to help you achieve success. Phone number, 561-441-8557, Judy at CoachJudy.info, or CoachJudyLive at gmail.com. Thank you. And this will be in the blog. Uh, just to let the audience know. So please read the blog that Jeannie White uh, writes, who's station manager and produces the show. And thank you, uh, Jeannie White, for all you do. Thank you, Coach Judy Romanoff, <clears throat> excuse me, for coming on, chatting with Betsy. It's good to know about you, your work, your wonderful resource for people to contact, for them to have uh, work on themselves, to have a better uh, life, um, you know, we just, we had the choice, and that's what it comes down to, folks. Um, and you can choose to live a better, healthier life, and this is what Chatting with Betsy is about, is to provide resources to the audience so you can have a better life, uh, to know that you are not alone. We all think we're alone at some point, um, but you're not. And I'm here to uh, provide resources for you, and this is why I have on phenomenal guests such as such as Coach Judy Romanoff and other phenomenal guests that I have on. And that is why you should all subscribe to Chatting with Betsy. It is free. I'm on Apple. I'm on a Megaphone now, uh, iHeart, iTunes. You could just Google Chatting with Betsy, and you could see where you could find me. And I want to thank Lillian Caldwell, who is CEO of Pesha World Talk Radio, for making this all possible and giving people an opportunity to be heard. And as I always say at the end of my show, to please be kind and shine your light. Oh, before I forget, I want to thank you all for listening, and I want to thank you all for subscribing. And it is the third year this month of Chatting with Betsy, so I want to thank 
all the guests who have been on that you hear this and all the listeners, um, thank you for sharing, subscribing, and listening. Uh, tell your friends about Chatting with Betsy. I'm not doing this for fame or fortune. I'm doing this to help other people. That's my mission. That's my vision. And that is part of me carrying on my um, husband's legacy. And when you are subscribing and you're listening and you're sharing and you're helping others, you are honoring my husband, Matt's memory, and I thank you very much. Matt, my husband, was the catalyst for the show. He is, was always my inspiration and always will be my inspiration for doing what I do. And I thank everyone. I'm grateful and I'm blessed. And I want to encourage everyone to be kind, shine your light, work on your inner self, because when we become better people, the world becomes a better place. That's what I believe. So until we chat again, this is Betsy Wurzel, your host of Chatting with Betsy on Passionate World Talk Radio. Bye-bye, everybody.